grace and peace, everybody. This is Pastor Nate. This is Connections Podcast. And I'm your host, Pastor Nathan Brozier from Destiny Christian Center International. And you're joining today called Bridging the Gap. And today I have with me a special guest. He's now our youth pastor of Synergy. Uh, and, and I am so glad that he's a part of our family. Uh, I want to welcome you, Daniel, Pastor Daniel, or Pastor Jay, as some would call you. <laughs> pastor Jay, will you tell us a little bit about where you come from and a little bit of your story before we get started? Yes, uh, as he said, this is uh, Pastor Jay here with you. Um, I come from everywhere. Right. Like I was saying, I mean, it's something that um, I was born and raised in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I was there for 15 years. Um, my background, I was raised in a real Pentecostal, mm. Holy Ghost-filled um, type of church. Mm-hmm. That's good ground with prayer, good ground with um, uh, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And from there, I went into, I went to Florida, lived there for 10 years, uh, was a youth pastor out there, worked with a lot of um, uh, families, okay. uh, went to Connecticut, lived in Connecticut for, for a few years over there, uh, was a youth pastor again, was a, an associate pastor in Connecticut and uh, watched the movie The Who Years. That's what I knew about Indiana. That's the only wow. thing I knew about Indiana. And uh, God opened up the doors for me to come here and uh, play uh, at a church and do some ministry, and okay. I'm here in uh, Indiana. Beautiful Muncie, <laughs> Indiana, and we're so glad to have you here. Uh, I was sharing the other day with my family. I said, I'm so appreciative of Pastor Jay and his family, and uh, you know, he's been such an inspiration just a few months that you've been here, and he, he's always got a word, and he's always got a word of encouragement, inspiration, so I'm just so glad you're a part of Destiny, and I know there's many more people are going to fall in Thank love you. with your gift, you and your wife. You. If you've not met this couple yet, and you go to Destiny, uh, you, you will definitely enjoy this family. They will leave an impact on you for sure. So, hey, let's get started. Today, we're going to talk on the simple grounds of spirit spiritual growth. And so today I just want to paint the picture for you. So here I give my heart to Jesus. I've I've surrendered my all to him. Now what do I do? How do I grow from this day forward? What would be your suggestion starting this session off? How do I grow? Well, normally I'm a type of person that I like to break things down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to break down the definition of growth, even though I know a lot of us understand and know what growth sure. is. But sometimes through definition, you can get a little bit more yeah. intimate and a little bit more deeper. So the growth is the process of increasing, upward growth, development, gradual increase. It's also another definition that, uh, that it has is the process of springing from a seed and proceeding to full size. So taking this type of definition, um, what one of my... Um, uh, comments will be to the person is that, you know, we have to develop you, mm-hmm. you know, and we got to take it little by little. I mean, right. taking the concept of the seed, um, we we need to cultivate that seed. Mm. We need to be able to um, sow it in good ground. Amen. We just don't want to put it in any type of ground. Right. Um, and as Christians, sometimes we do have the bad habit of, of taking a seed and mm. just drowning it too quick. And then we're like, okay, what happened to this person that just came to church? Right. We can't see him anymore. What happened was we drowned him out. We drowned him we out. Just, wow. And we don't wanna, we don't wanna do that. So yeah. uh, it does take a process um, to be able to develop a person, and it takes care. 
Amen. That's good. I thought about this when I was asking the question, how do we grow? Commitment, number one, is key to everything. When we're talking, when I deal with people through marriage counseling, the first thing that we talk about is trust or commitment. And so when I think about commitment, we have to be committed to a thing. Uh, the reason why marriages are in divorce is because the lack of commitment to a relationship, even though it's not always good, the commitment level is like, well, I'm not, it's not worth it. It's bad. It's too bad. And I'm giving up. And so commitment falls short here. So I want to talk about commitment. Number one, we have to commit to reading our Bible daily, not just on Sunday or Wednesday at Bishop's Bible class, but daily. We must just get into the word, whether you interpret it or not, just get into the word and commit to reading, praying, commit yourself to praying. Communication is the key in order to, to grow in anything. So a relationship in a marriage, you've been married how many years now? 18 years. 18 years. Me and my wife will be married now 22 years in July. Beautiful. And one of the key to a successful relationship is communication. So if I don't communicate with my wife, my relationship seems to waver, so to speak. And, and I think about if our, our relationship with God seems to dwindle because we lack in the communication side. So we have to communicate through praying daily. How do I grow? Pray. How do I grow? Read and commit to your Bible. And then this last thing is meditating on the Word of God. You know, sometimes we open up a scripture and you're like, you know, I, I, I opened up the first book of Kings uh, in the third chapter, and I don't know what I read. And so we're supposed to take the word and meditate on what the Lord is speaking through that time. So that is something that we have to do. This is how we grow. Yes. You can take something that may not you may not understand, but you have to try to grow in these areas. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, just like you're saying, I mean, this is all part of the development, right? Yeah. And this is all part of the growth. And I believe that, um, especially for new for new Christians, and, and I mean, this also applies to to people who have been in the in the ministry sure. and have been in Christianity for for mm. a long time. Um, I believe that everything that you take in the in the Word of God, I mean, it's not just something to to just read, uh, but it's also something to study, sure. even if it's something that. Um, um, that you're studying a verse at a time. Yeah. But take that verse, and if you don't understand something about it, mm. I mean, there's mentors, there's people that Amen. are around you that will help you with what you have. Because what happens is that a lot of people, they'll start reading the Bible and they'll quit because it's just, I don't understand this. I don't understand. I don't understand. So because I don't understand, uh, I'd rather not just read. Wow. And what we're missing um, on this is that the Word of God, I mean, this is God's mm. Word coming to you. This is something that is speaking to your life. Uh, by reading the Bible, the Bible is not just a book, mm -hmm. but you're talking about the heart of God. Sure. So to be able to pray, you have to understand uh, as much as you can who God is Come on, to be good. able to communicate with him. That's so it's good. not just a book that you're reading, but you're reading about the heart and the mind of God. Amen. That's some good stuff. It comes back to that seed you just talked about. If you don't take the seed, you know, somebody always asks me, I used to always get this, this question asked to me, how do I know what God is speaking? 
I used, I heard a pastor say 20 plus years ago, listen to your last four messages that was preached over your life. Then you will begin to understand the path that God is speaking to you. So I'm telling you, this is that seed. We can take that seed and we can bury that seed into bad soil, or we can say, God, I want to plant it into good soil because I want to know what you're speaking to me. I'm telling you, that's good stuff. We can talk on seed all day long. So let's go to the second part. Where do I go next is a simple question. Okay, now that I'm growing, where do I go next? What's your thoughts on that? Like I said, this is just part of development. I mean, I believe that growth is something that is a journey, Mm -hmm. right? And it's it's something that you just don't grab the book and you grab the Bible and you read it and I'm done with it. I'm done. Yeah. is that's not the way it works. No. I mean, there's so so much that God has in store for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much growth, so much self-development that's that good. we need yeah. to do um, when it comes to our spiritual life. I mean, sure. one of one of that is is how do we renew our mind? Mm. I mean, because there's a lot of stuff that we struggle with. There's a lot of stuff that we battle with. I mean, yeah. there's demons that we battle with ourselves. Okay. So how do we battle those demons? Yeah. You know, and that is definitely getting into the word of God and how do we renew our minds. Yeah. We renew our minds by studying the Word of God. Amen. So, so, so there's different things that you could do through studying the Word of God, through getting books mm-hmm. that are gonna allow you to exceed in That's the good. area um, that you want to grow in. Um, if there's, I mean, just just to put it out there, I mean, especially when it comes to men, a lot of men, they, um, um, how do you call it? They battle a lot with pornography. Sure. So how do we grow from that? Mm. What do we do? What does the Bible tell tells me about that, and what other resources uh, can I get to help me battle wow. uh, this disease? Yeah. You know that is out in this world. I mean, because it's it's not just a, a few men, but you're talking about no, a lot of men that are truth. just addicted. That's the truth. So part of development. I mean, different things that you could do to uh, mm. to grow. I mean, there's so much stuff out there for yeah. us to get. I mean, if you're looking to fix a marriage, there's books on that. Yes. There's there's leaders, there's anointed men and women mm-hmm. of God who have already did the studying and helping you to pass that information on. So it, I have down here process and pursuit. It's a process. We just don't become Bishop Keith O'Neill overnight. Uh, this takes a time. This is a process and a pursuit. When I got saved, I remember I knew I had a calling in my life. And I remembered, okay, now that I've got a calling in my life, am I supposed to go pastor? Am I supposed to go preach in a church? Am I, what am I supposed to do? And there was so much zeal that was inside of me that I didn't know what to do next. And so it was leaders that you just brought up in the first time in the segment. You said there, you have to have good leaders in your life. And we're going to talk about that in another session here later. And uh, But, you know, we're, we need leaders in there to pour into us and guide us and lead us down the right path and that we don't make mistakes. And let me, no, no, let, let me hear you. Let me, let me say this different. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall. You're going to fail even. You know, I thought about this the other day. We, we used it. We was talking about a basketball analogy one day. And, and I begin to think about my children both play basketball or Isaiah played basketball. But Trinity still plays. If I put a basketball in her hand and said, Trinity, shoot that shot. And she misses it on her first shot, which she probably did. Mm-hmm. And do I say, oh, you're a failure. You failed. Does that person go in that sense say, you know, I've tried. I did my best and my best wasn't good enough. I missed miserably. Do they just give up and quit? But no, you have to pursue 
the process and understand that it's not going to come overnight. That how do, how, where do I go next? You must pursue the process to get better, to increase the areas that we're weak. But what does the Bible say? Where I am weak, he is strong. strong. So we Man. can't do this on our own. I need you. You need me. We all need each other. And so if we're not willing to bounce things off of each other, then we're going to be what I call stunted growth. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Well, I mean, it's understanding this. What did God created me for? Mm. And it's understanding that, I mean, as as you're coming in as a Christian or you've been a believer for for a long time, it's, it's, it's believing that God is your God. Mm. That's the first thing. Right. So believing without wavering. I mean, Psalms chapter 139, 13 says this, so you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together mm. in my mother's womb. Mm. So, I mean... Taking this concept and understanding that God made you with so many different um, mm. um, seeds that he planted, so many gifts that he planted wow. into your life. I mean, there's people that don't even know that they're going to be preachers, right. but they're preachers. Right. You know, I mean, I was one of them. I, I, the way that I, that I talk, I mean, I had a lips. I still do. Just, just the way my culture, sure. I'm, I'm from Puerto Rico. Well, sure. So, you know, so, so the way that I speak, sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't, doesn't come out quickly. It doesn't yeah. translate. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there, there's so many obstacles that I had sure. to deal with that I never thought I was going to be somebody that, yeah. that was going to be able to speak. But God put that gift in my life. Mm. So there's gifts that, that there's people that, that are probably going to be millionaires. I mean, people right. that have a business mindset, sure. you know, but they don't even know it yet. My so goodness. there's gifts within you that God has that you have to develop. But it all first comes with understanding who you are, understanding that God is real in your life, yeah. um, knowing that God does have a purpose. I mean, the definition of faith, I love how Hebrews puts it. Hebrews chapter 11, it says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for, it is the evidence of things we cannot see. Mm. So it's letting you know already that there's a reality out there of what you could be even yeah. though you're not it. Mm. That's good. But we have to understand that God is about to unfold that. So it's not that it's just one seed, you know, like saying an apple seed mm -hmm. that you sow. You're not just going to sow one apple. Mm -mm. You're going to sow an apple tree. That's right. So there's many, many fruits that are going to come from oh, that seed. That's good. That's good. You know, just thinking about that whole magnitude of an apple tree itself produces the fruit. Oh, this is good stuff. Hey, so here's a thought here. It says, how do we measure our growth? You were talking about purpose. Number understanding is understanding our purpose in life. How do we measure our growth? I like to look at this perspective as levels. Uh, I've always looked. I, I've never want, now that I'm older now, I'm 45, uh, I wish... Time is caught up with me, and, and I'm not a young guy like I used to be. But I, I think about where God has brought me from. Where I was at the age of 21 years old, now that I'm 45, God has brought me to other levels. And so how do we measure our growth? It's the same way in our natural life. We have to understand the levels that God has brought to our life and then understand the purpose that was in our life and then to understand the calling that is in our life. Well, some people may be watching this right now or listening to this and say, you know, Pastor Nate, I don't, I don't know that I have a calling. Well, the Bible says we're all called. We are all called. It's what, how, what level are you on on your calling? Some of us, I know there's some people that I can sit here and they can go out and meet a stranger on a street 
and ask them about Jesus Christ, if they know Jesus Christ. Not everybody has that kind of calling. Now that man or that woman may never preach the gospel of Jesus Christ from a platform or a podium, but they, they can go out of these four walls and just minister the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, I, I, there's a young man, there's a man that, that, that's friends with us. He's always the first to be willing to say, I wanna leave him a note about Jesus Christ. He don't even say a word to him, but that is his calling. That's his purpose. He understands what level he has reached. So, you know, what, what's your thoughts on how, how do we measure our growth? Well, this, this is something that a lot of people and a lot of Christians, mm-hmm. uh, they fell in. Um, and this is why they kind of like stay stagnant and they don't grow um, because they tend not to measure where they're at mm. spiritually. Right. And I believe, I mean, starting off just as something simple, um, measurement could be could be a part where, man, I know before I came to Christ, you know, I wouldn't speak some, to, to somebody about Christ. Mm, yeah. But now I am. Now I'm looking at a friend of mine and I'm like, man, I want, I know that he's struggling. I know that he's going to through probably through some depression. He's probably yeah. going through through a divorce, you know, and I know that the God that helped me could help him. Mm. Amen. And there now you're measuring kind of like your your level of uh, of faith that you're in because now you're saying it's like man wow never before I would have had the courage to speak to somebody yeah. like this but now I do that's mm. part of measurement that's you know a measurement. that's that's, a that's a measurement right there something so simple another way of measuring is uh, journaling mm, that's good taking notes yeah you know where where are you how much are you reading how much are you, are you growing. Um, what what things are you developing that are new that you didn't do before, mm. but now you're doing? I mean, this is all part of growth, That's and this true. is all part of measurement. Amen. I mean, and it's a way for you to understand where you're at and what level you want to increase to. That's good. Well, maybe you're watching right now or you're listening. Uh, don't be discouraged if you aren't at the level that you feel like you should be at. I don't know who that's for, but maybe you're discouraged in even your walk with God. And and if that is you, understand what Paul said. Paul said, I have yet to obtain it. But what did he say? But I press toward the mark, the prize, the high calling of God. Understand this today if you're listening or when or if you're watching as well. Understand, don't be discouraged in your growth. That just means you just got to continue to press, continue to push. As I can hear the TD Jakes coming out of me, <laughs> push. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't give up now. Don't don't waver because your growth, you may feel like it's stunted. Or maybe you, you've given your heart to the Lord 20 years ago, and you're not at the level as Pastor Daniel, who is only, how old are you, 30? I'm 38 young. Who is 38 years young. You may look at him and go, wow, I'm older than him. I should be at a different level than him. Don't be discouraged. That is the enemy trying to sow a seed of discouragement to cause you to not grow. Here's what we can do. We can stunt our own growth by what? Listening to the lies of Satan. And so you've got to shut the mouth of him because if Paul said, who wrote two thirds, roughly two thirds of the New Testament says, I have yet to obtain it. Then who do we think we are? It's a daily process. It's a pursuit that has to continue. You know, we're talking about fasting, the importance of fasting. Well, this is a challenge. This is a showing of your growth. Talk to me about your, your thoughts and the importance of fasting. Oh, man, I think uh, 
fasting is is something that uh, Dr. Miles Monroe put it in a in a in a in a in a great sense, and he said this fasting is like putting another cylinder to your car. Mm. I mean, because it's just so like important that. for your life. I mean, there was an incident in the Bible where the disciples couldn't cast out a demon, mm-hmm. and they came to Jesus, and they were like. Man, but Jesus, why can't we cast out this demon? We've been walking with you. We're studying with you. We're doing all this stuff. We're praying with you. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, hey, this one could only be cast out by fasting and prayer. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I believe that that fasting just takes you to a new level. That's the truth. And there's something because you are taking part of your flesh and you're just crucifying it. I mean, Mm -hmm. what does the Bible say? If you want to come and be a part of me, take up, pick up your Mm -hmm. cross and follow me. Yes. That takes sacrifice. That's right. Denying and yourself. Denying yourself. Yeah. And a big part of that, I mean, fasting, by you denying yourself, I believe that you're just getting into a deeper relationship with God Come because on. all you're doing is um, you're breaking habits or replacing habits in your life with new habits. Mm. You know, and those are habits now instead of reading books that really didn't make any type of sense to you. Right. Now now, now you're reading the Bible. Now you're reading other books that, that are, has to do probably with leadership or probably growing in the area of, of development that you want to develop. Right. Right. Um, so now you're being effective and you're being efficient in what you're doing. Um, so taking this time to really consecrate yourself mm-hmm. with fasting, I mean, takes it to a whole new level. I mean, your prayer life, everything, I mean, just takes it to a whole new level. Amen. You know, it comes down to the denying yourself and telling your flesh, no, you don't control me. I control you. You know, there was people I was talking to that said, but you know, pastor, fasting is hard. Well, of course it's hard. It's not supposed to be easy. So this is a, this is a denial of what our body is telling us we want. But here, if you do not, if all you do is just have a bad, all you do is fast and just not eat, then all you're doing is a bad diet, as Bishop O'Neill would say. But you must pray and seek God's face when you have those urges that you would normally get a bowl of ice cream, or you'd normally get a diet Mountain Dew, as I would do often. When in those times is when you should pray and seek God's face. And and we're going to end on this last point. You you had me and you had a discussion one day about void in the earth and void in life. And you referred to Genesis 1-1. Go ahead and talk to the people about that. That was really good. Uh, well, Genesis chapter 1-1 says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was void and mm-hmm. it was empty. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the earth. Right. I mean, and I, I uh, we have to come to an understanding that when we come to Christ, we are void. Mm. We are empty, mm. and it doesn't it doesn't take one day to create what God created here on the earth. That's right. It's not going to take a day to develop your life. Right. It's not going to take a day to create everything into your life. I mean, I believe that there's seeds that are already planted because when God knitted you together, He put everything that He needed to put inside of mm. you. He created you unique. You have, like Pastor Nate says, you have your own DNA. Yeah. So, so God already has everything that he needs to, um, to bring forth out of you within you. That's good. But it starts off with the void. And from that void, you understanding that you can't do it without Christ. You come to Christ, and now your earth, to say, starts being created. Mm, that's good. But I hope you receive that. <laughs> Listen, let God fill the void that's in your life. There may be somebody listening right now. There may be somebody watching even as I speak that you may feel like I'm empty on the inside. 
I've tried to walk with God. Oh, I am walking with God right now. But you feel that emptiness on the inside. I want you to understand by faith today that let the Father, let Jesus Christ fill your life with, with that void or fill your void with his precious blood and his, his love and his character of who he is. You don't have to sit there and feel empty anymore because he done paid the price that we shall live with him forever. You know, 2021 is here. And so many people are saying, you better do this. You better do that because I don't know if tomorrow's going to be here. I don't know what tomorrow may hold. Well, I don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. But what I do know is that Jesus is still sitting on the right hand of the Father. And that is never going to change until the day he calls his children home. We better get ready. We better get ready for his coming. God bless you. Pastor Daniel, I appreciate you joining me today. And, and I, and I hope that you guys enjoyed this session with Pastor Jay and, and, uh, and I know there's many more to come. And, and, and again, we're calling this bridging the gap because we're going to try to make up a hedge uh, and try to bring people back in to the kingdom of God through this episode, this connections podcast. And so if you will, Pastor Jay, you want to dismiss us in prayer and we'll let our viewers have the rest of their day. But pray a, pray a blessing. Pray a blessing that only a Puerto Rican can bless them with. <laughs> well, thank you, Pastor Nate, for this opportunity. This, this has been a joy uh, to be here, yes. and I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for everything you've done and imparting into my life also. Um, and let's just, just go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this time. This is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, we just thank you because you have given us the opportunity to be alive, to wake up and see and see everything that we're seeing, see the sun, see yes. the see see the stars, see the moon, see the birds, see I mean, just to to see trees, God. There's people that can't even that, that are blind and can't see, but you have given oh, us Jesus. the privilege, God. So we thank you for all you're doing, God, in our lives, how you're developing us, Father. I also pray right now for, for those that are in this journey of growth. I pray that you may show yourself to them, God. Yes, Father. Show yourself to them through your word. Give them a revelation of who you are. Unveil yourself to yes, them. Uncover Lord. yourself to them, God. For they can see you for who you are. I know we're not going to understand the totality of who you are because mm. you're too big yes, to Lord. explain. But we know that you're you are our God, the God that never fails, the God that, that will be with us mm. through all eternity. So we love you, God, and we thank you for this time, and we thank you for this uh, bridging the gap. Yes. We thank you for everything you do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. We'll see you next week on Bridging the Gap. <laughs>